get ready for the Girls on Games podcast. Your weekly dose of news, reviews, and everything video games. Always served with a good helping of hype and just a pinch of salt. And now, your host, Leah. And welcome to the Girls on Games podcast. My name is Joelle. This is not Leah. Leah is still <laughs> on her well-deserved uh, vacation. Uh, so it is my turn uh, to take yeah. that home. Woo! Let's go! This, <laughs> of this podcast. So As we'll, the gamers I, I, would say, let's fucking go. Let's fucking, let's fucking go. go, bro. Gamers. It's a I'm gamer gonna, word. I'm going to really rely on the crew to keep me on the right path. So we'll see how long that lasts. <laughs> this is episode number 393. And speaking of the crew, let's just say hi to everyone. Kat, hello. Yeah. Hello. How are you? Ooh, I am shaking in my boots, but I'm doing all right. So. <laughs> Simon, how are you? I'm good. You're doing great. Don't even worry about it. Everything is good. Great. We're a minute in and I already have a, a good vote of confidence. So there we'll, you uh, go. It's done. We'll get to <laughs> housekeeping here. Uh, I want to remind everyone to subscribe to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Podbean, and that you can pick up some GOG merch at designbyhumans.com slash shop slash girls on games. And if you would like to uh, buy us a coffee, give us a tip, uh, you can head to the podcast Kofi page. That's Kofi.com slash girls on games. So you, you got check- it. I did it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everything's in there. All right. Uh, let's see how everyone did this past week. Kat, how, how have you been? I've been good. What did I do this week? Oh, Cupcakes. Oh, oh my gosh! Those you cupcakes. mean no, not cupcakes. You mean oh god, what's the word? Cursed cupcakes. <laughs> they were they were a bit cursed. They were a um, little bit cursed. Yes. So for people that aren't in the Discord, that weren't Which, graced, by the way, why aren't you in the Discord? Yeah, get yeah. on the Discord, everyone. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> um, I posted photos of the cupcakes I made for my boss's birthday. Um, I say my boss very loosely, as in like she signs my timesheet, but. Uh, She's mostly my project manager, but mm. she made such a big deal that her birthday was coming. She reminded us for a month and we were like, we get it. Your birthday is a big deal. <laughs> so my uh, colleague went to Dollarama to get like $15 worth of decorations that we piled up to- on top of the Christmas decorations that are still up. So now wow. <laughs> we're going to live with like Christmas, happy birthday. Decorated <laughs> her desk. I um, decided to make cupcakes. Because it's cheaper than buying them. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, but also, uh, allergies, allergen, whatever. Um, and I can put as much butter as I want. So, uh, <laughs> that's true. I no, made, no rules. Yeah. But I got a little decoration kit for like a few dollars. Uh, I found it, I, I forget if it was Dollarama or the grocery store because I went, got the ingredients at the grocery store, but I did go to the dollar store to pick up like cupcake uh, paper molds and a couple of things like that. But it was basically a decoration kit to make bears. I think it's bears. Um, So you had eyes, ears, and snouts. One of the snouts was a little round, 
and it had like the snout clearly drew drawn on it. The other uh-huh. one was like a black bean that was yeah. supposed to look like a nose, but it just made look like my cupcakes were screaming into existential <laughs> void. They look more like a mouth than a nose. Oh um, but so there was funny. not the same amount of each piece. It's so and funny. I had more eyes than snouts and ears. Yeah. So, so everyone just, could see. Everyone had sight. So, but I just kind of like stirred with the eyes. And I was like, I thought I had a kit for eight cupcake. And I had this like box of, of 12 cupcakes that I had just baked. And I was like, I'll have a few with the bears for like the singing happy birthday. And then I'll have like 20 or so cupcakes to give out to whomever is at the office that day and wants a mm. cupcake. I start putting the eyes. I make it to 11. I'm like, there's 11 cupcakes with eyes. And then I start putting ears. There's uh, nine cupcakes with ears, but the nine or, or ten, but the last one only has one ear because I had an extra ear. I didn't have, I didn't have, I had an odd number of ears, basically, <laughs> not an even number. And then I start putting snouts and I didn't make it to the end of the cupcake. So there was like two or three cupcakes with just eyes, just like. And they the dots on the eyes were all over the place. Yeah, um, it's, um, yeah. And then I packed the thing and I put it in the fridge and then I go to work and they thaw a bit and then I put them in the fridge at work and then we opened them to put the sparklers and also my third colleague had made homemade um, maple sugar. Yes. Ooh. And wow. I, well, uh, the term in French is sucre creme. It's like maple... Not maple taffy, like maple fudge. There we go. Oh, okay. Thank you. Um, but it's a bit more because it's like so full of maple. Maple, it's way more crumbly and less like melty. So yeah. we we put some on it. Like my cupcakes were just plain vanilla type cupcakes, so I sprinkled a bit on them to like give them a different flavor. Uh, but I was patting just a circle of like sugar on uh, on the foreheads of my bears because it made it look like a spot or something and mm-hmm. just to give the flavor. And I started noticing that the coloration on the eyes started to run on some of them. <laughs> like imagine like run, like somebody's been crying and their mascara is running, but it's like <laughs> their irises. I, I have to go pick it out again because it, it keeps... <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so I like Fair game. I, I I took a screenshot of one of the of one of your cupcakes, and it was such a mood that I put it as my uh, Discord profile picture. And like I'm in another server for my WoW guild, and they're like, "Dude, what the fuck is your profile picture?" <laughs> <laughs> so I was, oh, these are cursed cupcakes my friend made. So I sent them the picture, and they're like, "Ooh." <laughs> I just I just love from the photos that you posted. You can totally see the progression of like existential yes. dread. On exactly. their faces, like the first couple are very happy like, and very hey, pleased. We're bears. We're bears, and we're delicious. <laughs> and then they slowly begin to realize that they're cupcakes, yeah. right? And then the story gets told, and their mouths get wider, and then they start to have no mouths. And then yeah. the one with like just the eyes, with like just the dimple in the frosting. <laughs> my favorite one is is the one with the mouth and just one ear. Like I, I think know. that's my favorite. One. But it's not supposed to be a mouth. It's supposed to be a snout. I know. It looks but like. You have to post this on Twitter so that oh, it's so I, good. I did post it. I'll retweet from the girls on Yeah. 
official Twitter. It's but so I did post so on my personal because the world had to see my cursed cupcakes. Yeah. But like my boss was ecstatic. She loved them. Of and course. I walked around the office giving cupcakes to everybody. Um I think I had like Yeah, I think I had brought I had brought 23 cupcakes because I had left the 24th at home as a tip because Pascal did all the dishes yeah. <laughs> after oh, I baked. Go. Good man. Good go. man. Um, yeah, so I had a cupcake for him um, uh, as, a, as a thank you. Uh, pro tip, if you double the recipe of cupcakes, do not double the recipe of frosting because I did not have enough ingredients to make a, enough butter to do a double recipe of frosting. So I was like, I'll just stretch it. Um, no, it was plenty of frosting. Like, <laughs> like, and I was just, um, I wasn't like piping it on. I just had like a butter. I did it old school, like I did with my mom when I was a kid. Just like butter knife cupcake mm-hmm. frosting. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like slap it on again. You know, depends if you want a, a fuck ton of frosting or just a yeah a regular ton of frosting. I, I was going for like um a good mix because the cupcakes themselves were pretty dense because they had a lot of butter. Mm. And then I, like my friend told me like, I'm going to bring maple fudge. Pretty dense, full of butter. Full of butter. (laughs) Yeah. He said he was going to bring maple fudge. So I didn't want to like over frost the cupcakes and then everybody sugared out and doesn't want to have the fudge. Um, Anyway, everybody uh, loved them. At the end of the day, I still had a, cupcake lying around because everybody that was everybody that was in the for honor section that wanted a cupcake got one basically and at the end i had one lying around and i was like i must have missed somebody and yeah because there's alex uh the fight designer he always comes in uh he always starts this morning at at home and kind of shows up at the office around lunch because he kind of like works at from Mm -hmm. home in the morning goes to the gym Takes a shower at the gym and then finishes his afternoon at work uh, because yeah. he came to work for the gym basically. Pretty cool. Um, and then I, I and he's like almost two meter tall. The man is like six four. <laughs> so I just kind of like tall glass le- of water. Yeah, I just kind of lean over and I see his head kind of like bobbing <laughs> in his section. I'm just like, it was like three p.m. I was like or four p.m. and I was going to the gym. I was like, somebody's got to eat these fucking cupcake. Like I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> Like somebody has to Not eat this cupcake. Um, and I just kind of like walked over to him and he was like, no, I was like, yeah, I make cupcakes for MC's birthday. And this is the last one. And I missed you when you were like, I was first giving them out. And he was like, I was so hungry. Thanks. Yep. And like, as I walk away, he takes a bite and he just yells like, oh my God. Oh my. <laughs> I was like, you saved him. It was. He was so into how delicious the cupcake was. Everybody told me my cupcakes were good. delicious. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, but good. like that visceral reaction of the butter hitting his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, it's a big story for cupcakes, but I put a lot of heart and soul. <laughs> it was my first time baking like a cake of any kind in like mm-hmm. two, three years. Oh, wow. I'm not great with baking. We all know my oven is a piece of shit. Like... <laughs> To keep it at 350 oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, some stuff going on. Yeah, I had like, I have a thermometer in there, and to keep it like at 350 exactly, I had to keep it around 360, 365. Mm-hmm. And every time I open and I put my uh, a new batch of cupcakes in, I would yep. just make sure I was still at 350. Uh, but it went perfect. I had to pull out my old 
stand mixer. I don't even have the fancy kitchen aid. I have KitchenAid. some old. No. No, I have an old sunbeam that has like the double uh, whisk. Oh. Old school. So, yep. Yeah, and the bottom, honestly, I thought I had my technique down, but by the time I got to the bottom of the cupcakes, like there was some unmixed butter. Mm. It was the same for the frosting. There was some unmixed butter at the bottom. Yeah, so I had. I, by hand. Yeah, no, I forgot to do it. So I just kind of like remove. Mm. I just kept the layer down. Okay. Um, so. Yeah, I'll have to know next time to like really get in there and scrape it and finish it because it really doesn't touch the bottom. I don't know if it's supposed to. I don't know if it's like mine that's too old. It's something my mom gave me. That sunbeam is probably older than I am. I don't know. Um, <laughs> it works. So I'm not going to buy something new. I use it like once or twice a year. Um, so I just got like go with the flow but no i was pretty happy and um that we went for some of us went to lunch uh for the birthday uh we went to faberger which is a place in uh Milan, which is known for doing chicken waffles wow that Ooh. is that is such a bougie name <laughs> it is a bougie name for them to get to to do like some soul food from the south yeah exactly what does it's it mean kind of- what is it Chicken waffles. Eggs. You've ever heard of the Fabergé eggs? You know, oh, the oh, 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 the Fabergé. Okay. I'm so sorry. My American brain couldn't, That's fine. couldn't understand. But Fabergé. Okay, Fabergé. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Fabergé. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, they, yeah. Yeah, they have this very high-end sounding name, and then they make chicken waffles, and then they always have adventure time on the TV. That's, <laughs> that sounds like a great <laughs> time. It's honestly, it's an amazing place. Uh, I had... I, I had something else than the chicken waffles for once. I had a, their club sandwich, which is the same chicken that they have on the chicken waffles. So it was like fried chicken and bacon oh my and like gosh. lettuce, tomato, the whole works. And their yeah. fries are really good. So it was it was a day of eating a lot of food, eating a Sounds lot. Sounds like your, your kind of day, Kat. Yeah. And then I finished <laughs> it by going to the gym there and you just kind of like <laughs> perfect kind of day. I was doing my bench presses and I was like, why is everything so heavy today? <laughs> and I was pretty sure it was all the butter. All the you, butter. All the butter and the fried chicken, just the, the grease in my body just kind of like No, the the grease is is greasing up your uh, your 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 uh your bones and everything so it's your, like your bones, your joints. Yeah. That's I had I had the word in French, but I'm like, excretion doesn't work in English. So what there's actually a word for that. Yeah. Thank you, yeah. Joel. Good for you. Head to at the the food section of the Girls on Gives Discord, which is called yeah. Girls on Grub, Grub. and yep. it's still like uh, nobody's nobody has posted in there since then because of the good. We were flabbergasted. We're just like we're just closed the thread at this point. Just fucking yeah. It's there's over. no point in in doing anything else after that. So we were blessed. We were blessed by the oh, cursed cupcakes. I just love how people were taking photos of the cupcakes and saying like, "This is my mood this morning." Yep. <laughs> oh yeah mood Relatable. yeah we should do one of those oh i know what i'll do you know one of those uh which cupcake are you today and it's like number yes. one to nine yeah i'll just put all the different Please. cupcakes <laughs> yes i will 100 percent do that this must happen this must happen which cupcake which Catherine cupcake are you today that's right <laughs> that is 100 percent gonna happen that is great i'm I surprised love i didn't think about it myself and do it <laughs> <laughs> that is so good. 
Oh man. Wow. It was my adventures in baking. Yeah. That's great. It was very it was very promising and apparently very tasty. So that's great. Simon, whenever what you, about when you? It, whenever you come to Montreal, Catherine will have to make cupcakes. Oh I know. <laughs> You're gonna have to feed me so many things. I'm so excited. <laughs> yes. Oh yes. We will. Trust. <laughs> trust. Uh yeah, um, not much. Uh fun weekend last weekend. Uh you know, so you know I helped my girlfriend build uh a PC a few weeks ago. Well with the spare parts, I helped her brother build a PC. So uh brother in law, he came over and uh he was actually really he's been collecting, you know, bits and pieces of of of, of a computer every once, you know, whenever someone throws something out, but he really wanted to have a, a decent setup. So uh, we built him a cool little gaming PC. Uh, he's been playing some CS, some Call of Duty, a, bit, a little bit of Valorant, and um, it really, really, really made me want to switch everything to RGB on my PC. Nice. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, we'll have to see how things move along, but I mean, I have the case for it. I really just have to change my fans to put some RGB fans and switch my case, because right now my case is sitting to my uh, left mm-hmm. on the glass panel is also on the left so and it's like next to the wall so you don't really <laughs> if i put rgb it won't really matter no. so i'd have to yeah. put it to my right so we can actually see things yeah but i know that you can buy cases which you can invert the layout so that the, the glass panel is on the right oh that's cool um so i'm new case debating, time new debating case time? uh mm. actually alban uh, a good friend of ours podcast listener uh, he has a Leon Lee Dynamic EO11. Uh, I think he built that uh, for him and his girlfriend as well. And uh, that case is reversible. Uh, but I don't think he reversed it. I'll, I, but I think he tried, but there was some issues or something. Mm. Um, so I'll, I'll have to chat with it with him about it. And there's another one, the Silent Base 802, that does the same thing. So these are kind of the two that I'm eyeing. Uh, the Leon Lee is definitely the most impressive one. Like, it looks really cool. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Or am I just keep the one I have right now and just move my PC to, to, to the left side? And just turn it. Yeah, it'll, uh, yeah, it'll be less expensive. So yeah, it's uh, it's it's fun. Like hardware prices are finally back yep. to decent. Still expensive, but yeah, you know, regular prices, close to MSRP, if you will. And um, so it's cool. We can start looking back into getting some hardware and getting some fun stuff. So uh. Yeah, I'm pretty happy about it. And uh, yeah, pretty much it. Yep, project, project, being yeah, inspired. Yeah, it's fun to yeah. have these little things. You know, I updated my PC uh, when it crashed, I want to say a year ago, six months ago, something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I kind of kept the whole closed panel, no lights, nothing thing going on. I know uh, you were I, a, a dark hermit with your yeah no but, color no but but no now there's like lights. now there's full of lights in our office. There's uh-huh. I used to play with like all the lights off except the little like desk lamp next to my monitor, um, but now there's like lights. We put RGB um, lights under our desk. Like mine is blue, my girlfriend's um, uh, pink, purple. Uh, so we kind of have this like cool lighting setup going on. So I figured why not. That's cool do the pc as well yes it'd be kind of good looking because she has i i bought her um rgb fans as well so it looks really good amazing yeah i'm kind of uh look at you into that blooming blooming into an rgb man yeah that's that's what's happening (laughs) why not you know 
Amazing. I yep. had a, a really social weekend. I, really? I, you know, again, I, well, I just didn't, <laughs> can't stop, won't stop. I uh, had dinner over at a friend's house and we were there until the ripe hour of like 10 o'clock. And they're like, <laughs> we haven't had friends over this late. And they're like, in at years. 10 o'clock? Yeah. Like 10 p.m.? 10 p.m. <laughs> Wow. And we were like, we're sleepy. You guys are wilding. <laughs> I know. It just oh went down. Uh-huh. And then uh, I also went out to uh, brunch with a friend at a place in St. Paul that I had never been to uh, called the French Hen. And I had the, the yummiest uh, crab cake Benedict. And Whoa. the, um, no, I'm sorry, catfish. It was, ca- it was blackened catfish Benedict. Interesting. And instead wow. of an English muffin on the bottom, it was a fried green tomato. Yo, I'd be down to try that. That was yeah. so it was so good. I usually don't like fried green tomatoes, but with like the bl- the spicy blackened catfish and the coating the on the tomato was like perfect yeah. cornmeal. It was it was so well cooked and That's then it awesome. came with a side of uh greens collard greens cooked in turkey fat and it was so (laughs) good so yeah if anyone's in the area and want to try that out uh the reservations were booked up quite a bit which i could then relatable um but it was delicious so highly recommend so that was fun and then after that i was kind of like i don't want to see anyone except for my boyfriend (laughs) for the next like 20 hours (laughs) i don't know the older i get i feel like the more i i begin to hermit and just it's girl well, same yeah uh, yeah i mean I, I don't know about about you guys well i pretty much know about you guys but like i'm i would consider myself an introverted person um not in the sense that i prefer to be alone but in the sense that i need a lot of recharge time after i've been out and about with, with friends and people you know mm-hmm. um, like I, I i do love going out and i think that's one of the big difference like extroverted people get energy from being with other people and hanging out and, and chilling and everything. Whereas I get energy by staying the fuck at home and yeah. like playing video games for mm-hmm. three days mm-hmm. after recovering from a like night out with friends. So yep. that, that's exactly the main the difference same. for us, for me. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I, think, yeah. I, think, I think we're pretty much all in the same boat, honestly. Yeah. So I know I leave parties at around like usually an hour to two hours before people usually do or my yeah. colleagues, my younger colleagues. Yeah. Now at one point I just kind of like, you know, like I'll say, yeah, you know, I'm old. I got to go home. They're like, stop using the excuse. I'm like, all right, I've had enough people for today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yes. I'm out of here. I'm going home to my cat <laughs> and the one human being I don't hate after being with them for more than 10 hours. Yeah. Is that exactly. what you want to hear? Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, hopefully. And, like, I also hang out with people my age, and we're all kind of the same way. So, most of the time, it's like, all right, 9, 30, 10 o'clock. Yep. Get the fuck out. Pack it up. Yeah, get the fuck out of my home. Pack it up. Going, going home. Exactly. Yep. So, with that, we'll uh, transition to check out the Fantasy Critic. I took a peek at this, but I don't think too much happened. Unless I was looking incorrectly, but for keep forgetting to pick up games. The uh, for the podcast, I didn't see. Did you get any new things? It says uh, will be revealed in three days, but uh, I don't see any. Oh, difference. I have an ineligible game. Well, it, it says so. Uh, 
Simon on Fart Knuckle Games uh, picked yeah. up Counter-Strike 2, right? But it's, yeah, it uh, says the game is currently ineligible based on your league rules. Until they take action, the points the game received would not count. The potential leaks discuss what should happen if man wins. I think it's because it's a partial remake. Error. This game is up because it's a partial remake. Yep. It's literally a numbered like release. So it's not like what, patch 1.5. It's literally yeah. Counter-Strike but, 2. But would Overwatch 2 be in the same boat? It, it would qu- definitely. So I don't know if what, what Overwatch 2 was in the Fantasy Critics. We'll have to ask Dart. Well, you can also, uh, Simon, if you click on Counter-Strike 2, the little window pops up, you can suggest a correction. So you could make a case to... Yeah, but if it would make a case for everyone because see like they they're talking about partial remakes like demon soul shadows of the colossus mm-hmm. diablo 2 resurrected but like these are remakes of of the game and it's not like a numbered sequel like this yeah. is literally counter-strike 2 yes the base game is very similar but like i don't know i'm just saying there's an option know. for feedback if you'd like to try to yeah to make i mean case, if, so. if anything i wonder if i can just remove it completely or if, if i'm going to lose points if i do i don't know the manager remove remove publisher game yeah we might might do that we'll see okay anyways well if you're looking to pick up counter-strike 2 consider that uh, yeah think about list. it <laughs> yep mm-hmm. um i don't think did leah uh i don't think a lot People, of games came out for Lee, or they were going to come out? Oh, not they yet. They were going to come out. Um, Bayonetta Origins, I don't know if that was, her points were solidified uh, last week, but that came in at 81, so she got 11, 11. points uh, for the critic. And I uh, got a whale with the Resident Evil 4 remake coming in with a critic score of 92. Yeah, uh, you are killing blessing it, Blessing me with 25 points, so I'm in the yeah. lead with 61. We're not even close to you right now. You are like so far away <laughs> in, in in front. It's like not even funny. I'm sure I'll find a way to mess it up. Still got a oh, lot of I year don't left. I think so. Uh, and then uh, for the girls on games community standings, I also didn't see too much difference uh, this week either. Uh, Average games done too quick is still in first place. Uh, Art Vandalay Publishing Inc is in second. RGM Studios in third, Roll the Bone Studio fourth, uh, The Salute uh, 07 is in fifth. <laughs> That's me. Google Stadia, which is me, is in sixth. Uh, Leah GOG Studios is in seventh. And then Ludo Timbo Spanish Inquisitions is sitting minus at a 10. minus 10. Oh. But I didn't oh. see anyone pick up any games yet, no. so we'll have to. Uh, and I don't know if history. anyone had. Uh, if anyone had the Resident Evil, yeah, uh, Dart did. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah, he got. Yeah, yeah. That nice that that game. shot him up from uh, yep. one point to twenty six. Yeah, that <laughs> that does help a lot. So. Yeah, I need to put games in my. Uh, I haven't put enough games in this. I need to put more games. Mm-hmm. Got to do yep. that after the podcast. Yep. I I feel like you've been pretty good on R. Critic, I'm or? not. I'm I'm third or fourth. <laughs> no, but you've been good as in like getting games, oh yeah, you are, games yeah, and stuff. Yeah, games, but I guess yeah. I forget to like. Yeah, that's why I didn't really do the community, community one. 
because I was like, I'm going to keep forgetting to do the podcast one. And <laughs> basically, that's what happened. Like, once a month, I'm like, shit, this thing exists. Yeah. Um. So. I just sort of feel like I don't have a good handle on, like, what's coming out and, like, how I think. The releases, the, yeah. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. like, what the, what the, uh, what the mood's going to be. So I, I need to do a little bit of research and kind of figure some of that out. It's hard to... <clears throat> Hard to think about it, but and often you'll have like smaller indie games coming yeah. out that you don't necessarily or not necessarily on your radar, and you're like, oh, right. okay, that's coming out, and then it's like like ninety five percent, like holy shit, what the hell? yeah, <laughs> you know? so shoulda, woulda, coulda, yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't know. We'll see. All Is right, that- should we get into what everyone's playing? Yes. Do we cat? Oh, I- come on, <laughs> come on, cat. What? Come on. What's been happening, cat? I spent the whole weekend in in the last palace of the game and place Persona Five the Royale. Uh, for the kids, because I write I run these kids ragged. It was like in one sitting we did the whole palace. So, you know, in one day or whatever it's called, like in, in the calendar of the game, mm-hmm. I just like I said, I rotate the kids out. Um Joker, the main character, is just eating soul food to keep his sp up just so that i can keep going uh and i'm like i'm going getting close to the end game so i'm keeping Mm. some high ticket items for the final battles and whatever but i am like you running through the stock of my items to get these things done um and honestly like it took me yeah like a good the whole weekend I, i think i played a good four or five hours to finish this palace oh my gosh uh i did like a dungeon yeah Oh my gosh. It was it was long. It's insane. Yeah, and I I did it in I did it in two sittings. Yeah, cuz Friday and Saturday I set up the story. I did like the whole story to go to the palace and then Saturday afternoon Sunday afternoon I did the actual like dungeoneering palace and um some of the boss battles. I still have to send the calling card to the bad guy. And then go back to the palace and do a fight. So I'm not com- even completely done, technically. Mm-hmm. Oh my um, gosh. Yes. So, yeah. Uh, I'm on hour 87 oh my of my save game. And oh um, I still have, I think it's two oh. months in game time oh. of stuff to play. And I, I confirmed that I unlocked, uh, that I maxed out the counselor. Um, and it's supposed to come with a palace. I don't know how big of a palace, how small of a palace, but I is it a mansion? Can it not be a palace? Can it be a, a mansion or like a? Well, you the know? Pa- the palace is what they call is basically the palace is when it's the physical manifestation of somebody's distorted desires, right? Like when we uh, like for the third palace it's kanashiro he's a mobster and he sees people as like their social money so his palace was a bank mm-hmm. um i was and, just trying to make a joke of like maybe uh, the palace could could simplify down to like, oh, just a mansion and like even then even- like persona 5 would find a way to fuck it up into, a, <laughs> into some maze that i'm stuck in for 10 hours um so <laughs> Yeah, basically, I've got a whole, like, I'm going to be playing this game well into April. Um, oh, my gosh. My new deadline is is The Legend of Zelda, Zelda. Tears okay. of the Kingdom. Yeah. yeah. Bas- which is basically my vacation week. 
That's in three weeks. It's in yeah, it's in May. No, 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 no. <laughs> I lied. I lied. I was thinking of Horizon yeah. Burn and Shores. I'm sorry. No, no, it's yeah. the second first or second second the 12th. week of May. It's May twelfth. So yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay, yes. Yeah. So you so have I over should... a month. <laughs> I I mean, if I'm not now that I don't have to like go to like more like I don't know, celebratory sink assets or make cupcakes for somebody's birthday on a Tuesday night. I'm hoping that I'll have some gaming time during the week. Lately, it hasn't been the case as much or at all. So I've just only been playing on the weekends, the four or five hours. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So if we if we do the math quickly, considering it's a hundred hour game. Um, Feasible. It's like 20 weekends in a row. <laughs> so, uh, but right now I probably have like 15 hours left. So, oh, okay. <sighs> Three or four, three or four weekends. Are you gonna do something for yourself when you finish this? I feel like you need self care. Like you need self care. You need to burn the disc so that you never have to go through. <laughs> I that downloaded again. it on Game Pass. I don't even <laughs> then have. Burn your Game Pass. <laughs> burn your Xbox. Burn, uh, burn Xbox. your Xbox. I. Yeah, I think I'm gonna the day I finish it. If it's either the day of or the next day, I'm going to walk out of my apartment and go to the nearest Boba place and get the biggest, tallest boba. class <laughs> of bubble tea I can nice. get. Yeah. And then sit on a park bench and just drink the whole thing. <laughs> there you go. That In a daze. That sounds perfect. Um, sounds pretty good. Yeah, I don't know how people made it through this game, to be honest. And I think that's why I ran out of steam the first time I tried to play it. And now that it's like, I kind of like played it in chunks where I did take breaks. Like I had weeks where I could barely play or I didn't really play. But now I'm just like, I'm powering through this thing. It's a, at this point, like even Pascal, my boyfriend's a bit invested. Like on, on Sunday, he was sitting down. I was like, all right, I finished the palace. Like finally, he's like, are you grinding through the end of this game? I'm like, I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it, bro. Mm hmm. Man, I'm gonna make it. I'm finishing this game before Tears of the Kingdom. The completionist must be must be met. Uh, yeah, at this point it's like fuck all the uh achievements. It's just see the end game. <laughs> see the credits roll. Yes, yeah, right. see credits. See yeah, go, that, yeah. That's the goal. <laughs> all right. So uh Simon, I we we had a little bit of fun this weekend playing the same yeah. game. What did you actually, actually uh let's finish on the on the fork as we both played it. Okay, oh go for How's it. How's that sound? Yeah, it sounds great. Awesome. Perfect. So uh I got to play um I played a bit of CSGO, of course, because I wanted to get back into the groove of CS2, which I, you know, we'll talk about a little bit later. Um, but I also got my hands on the show 23, thanks to the wonderful people over at uh, Sony. So I was able to uh, uh, to play the game. I, I played uh, quite a few hours now. I played a lot over the weekend. Um, and a uh, big fan of the show in general. I've been playing for, for many years. Uh, playing on PS5, unfortunately. Hopefully maybe a PC release one day. But uh, for now, I've been playing it on uh, on PS5. Um, and more of the same, like, honestly, like the show 22 was really great. Um, you know, a great baseball game, really everything you could want from, from, uh, uh, the show game and 23 is just kind of exactly the same modes. Like, uh, I, I mostly play road to the show, which is kind of the, um, B 
be a pro or like you create your character and then you like build up all the way to being uh, an MLB player starter. Um, and I do Diamond Dynasty, which is kind of the card building game, I guess, if you will. So you kind of like you, you, you get packs, then you do challenges to get uh, more packs. And then these packs, you have players. So you build your team around the packs that you get. Um, it's actually very generous. Like you get a lot of, of, of free packs by just playing in the game and, and um, not only in Diamond Dynasty mode, but in just the regular uh, season mode. Um, so I, I got a, I got a few, a few good players by just playing. Um, I, I really enjoy it. It's kind of a great game to kind of turn your brain off and really chill. Well, not turn your brain off because you still got to hit the freaking ball. But um, again, it, if you've played, if you've played 22, 21, 20, it, it's all very similar. It's the same kind of, uh, setup. Um, graphics look really good. I'm playing it on my PS5. Um, on my ultra wide monitor, of course, it doesn't support ultra wide, but I'm at 1440p, um, really smooth 60 FPS. So I don't know for how it's going to look on PS4, but um, on PS5, anyway, so far, uh, really looks really, really fantastic. So, uh, and sometimes when my girlfriend will walk behind me, is like, Why are you watching baseball? I'm like, I'm not watching, I'm playing. Baseball. Wow, like, oh, oh shit, that's cool. <laughs> so, yeah, it's uh, but again, all of that was in 22, so the. the I don't feel any major improvement from 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 twenty two to twenty three. Uh, then again, I I don't necessarily jump a ton into franchise mode, which is something I know that I know a lot of players also do. Uh, but I'm pretty sure Diamond Dyna- Dyna- Diamond Dynasty is probably and Road to the Show is probably their um the 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 biggest thing that they do. So some UI changes, a couple tweaks here and there in, in the perks and progression system. Um, but overall very similar game to what 22 was again not necessarily a wrong thing uh like they're really really solid games really great games so i guess they don't necessarily want to change everything and kind of break the formula uh which i think is something that they really don't want to do um but if you haven't picked up 22 um you've been holding out or you're not sure 23 is definitely worth it um but if you already have 22 Unless you want to have, you know, all the, the roster updates and all the little tweaks and the new cards for Diamond Dynasty, that kind of stuff. Um, if you only want to play a baseball game to, to chill and, and have fun, um, then I would say 22 is, is probably still, still totally fine. So, um, yeah, that's, uh, that's it. It's Go get it if you're a fan of baseball. If you just want to play, get whatever show version you feel like you want to play because it's very similar. So. And if you want to play on PC, unfortunately, um, there's no uh, the, there's no release for that. Uh, the only PC baseball game is really a Super Mega Baseball, which is kind of a cartoony-ish baseball game. It's really fun, but it's not at all. It's not a simulation game like the show. Maybe one day. Hopefully. With all those those Sony games going to uh, to to PC and even Xbox. Hopefully, if we're if we're lucky, uh, we'll have it. And I think it's on day one Game Pass. It 20, is twenty two was so twenty three probably is yeah. as well. I I already pre um set in Game Pass to download day of, and they've already announced that they're rotating twenty two out. So if you're a Game Pass mm-hmm. player like uh, my boyfriend, you're gonna have to switch to twenty three anyway. So, but I always um update to the new one, and then I uninstall the old one. Uh, he doesn't seem to care about progress or losing it he always kind of like stops playing at one point during the year so 
Well, yeah, I mean, he, he plays, your boyfriend plays NHL, then he plays MLB, then he plays a weird fucking game that no one's ever heard about, then he plays NHL, then he plays MLB. He, he, he plays, plays the super, game. the super mega cartoony baseball. Yeah, super mega on. baseball. Yeah, he plays a lot because we, we, I play too and uh, it's, uh, we haven't played together, but yeah, we, we both play a lot of that game. It's a fun game. It's really fun on PC. And uh, the other game I've been playing is a Diablo 4 beta. The Diablo 4 beta. Just like Joel. Are you playing on console or PC? I got it for my PS5. I did it on console. How's it going? How is it on, on, on console? Perfect. We're in yeah? perfectly. Yeah. The the graphics look amazing. I, I This is my first Diablo. So. Oh, really? Yeah. So I was uh, n- really unfamiliar with the franchise before then. But man, that uh, the trailer from the Game Awards <laughs> got me really interested. Is it the uh, one with uh, Lilith? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I was like, ooh, what's this about? And, mommy, um, holy shit. Yeah. The, I thought the graphics were great. I, I loved energy. the angle of the camera. I thought that was... It's, a, it's an ARPG. Yeah. yeah. It's a, th- that's a staple of the, of the genre. Yeah. It was perfect. And I, I thought it, it was really fun to play, real smooth. Um, no issues. I guess the one thing uh, I did was able to get couch co-op to work. Uh, so I played it with my boyfriend and I. Nice. We sat and and grinded uh, some out for quite a bit on Sunday. Um, nice. He and he's a big fan of the series, so he's played I think almost all of them for sure. Two and nice. three. Yeah, um, yeah, classics. And so he he was saying how impressed he was, mm-hmm. uh, which is with the how they amped up the story, they amped yep. up the side quests. Um, how they uh, just really impressed with it, and the only thing that he was a little annoyed about with on the with on the TV, uh, when you get new items and your item menu pops up, it hides mm-hmm. like what you already have equipped, uh, and there will be a, an equipped comparison, like to say what you have to the new item. Um, okay. But he seemed to not really enjoy that he couldn't quite see exactly hmm. what was in. What he already had equipped in his menu. Um, I don't think I encountered that, but I'm I'm not sure exactly what he means by can't see. So and I'd have to see. So it like it like overlaid like what was in his inventory already. Like it hmm. it, it just it like went right on top of his character profile. Because usually, like oh uh, yeah, because usually I it's when I mouse over and it shows where my mouse is. So maybe since you're on console, it's like just showing up at a static position. Maybe yeah or, yeah so. That was the only thing he had um, around it, but okay. I thought it was—I thought it was super fun. So yeah, we mm-hmm. had no issues, and it's a—it's uh, too bad that the progress won't turn over once you get the game. Because I was looking into that, so the progress won't uh, convert over to the game. But I guess your achievements do if you achieved uh, certain things, and like if you made it to level twenty-five. Uh, mm-hmm. So some of those will port over, but otherwise everything will be deleted. I guess after. Uh, what, mm-hmm. since the beta's done so yeah, uh, yeah, but course. i know you had a little bit of a different experience on <laughs> pc yeah i mean i i still had a lot of fun um clearly they they they've been working on on, on a lot of things in uh in that in in the diablo franchise and it looks like you said it looks stunning like mm-hmm. i'm playing it on my ultra wide and it's native ultra wide and it looks like just really really fantastic so i'm uh I'm 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 kind of happy for that. However, um, I don't think it. Well, I was saying that it has a memory leak um, because <laughs> I have 32 gigs of RAM, and st- just starting the game, 
like not doing anything else. The game was using. Hold on, I put a screenshot on Discord. Um, sixteen gigs of my thirty-two oh my gigs gosh. of RAM, and uh, that ain't normal. So um, I was reading up a little bit about it online. Apparently, it's a lot of the HD textures that are using up a lot of RAM. Um, so I and actually, when you install Diablo Four on PC, you have the option to install them or not. Um, I had them installed. I figured I have a bomb ass PC and I can install HD textures on the fucking game. And I put everything at ultra and I like if I had anything else running on my PC at the same time, it would get hard crash out of memory issues. So mm. uh I'm guessing they're gonna optimize that before release. But base I, I put the uh uh I played a little bit before it ended up closing today and I I had lowered the uh quality to medium for for um um, much more call it textures, mm-hmm. and it it was still high at like nine gigs, but still, you know, I could be, I could play it and was able to play the game without it crashing completely. So yeah. that was that was actually uh, pretty good. But yeah, I played um Necromancer up until level seventeen or eighteen, something like that. Um, I, I haven't tried any other class. I really just kind of jumped into Necromancer because I wanted to play a bit, little around with um, the story beats and and you know how it felt and everything. And um, honestly, what stood out the most to me was the sound design. Mm-hmm. Um, the music is really good. The ambiance is really good. And the I don't know about the other classes, but the abilities, the sound, the abilities make is just like so fucking good. Mm-hmm. Like I was, I was using a um, corpse explosion build for Necromancer, yeah. and I was just like, when I, I kill a dude, I explode that dude, which kills another dude, which makes me explode other dudes. And the sound of corpse explosion is just like, like so satisfying. It's like, oh yes, fuck yeah, give me more of that. And just like the abilities in, in general are like super satisfying and, and really fun to, uh, to to use. So, and that's just like one of the twenty different abilities that the Necromancer has. And I haven't, I didn't even try all the other classes. So, uh, but from what I was hearing and talking about with other people who played that game, that was the case. So, what what, what class were were you trying, Joanna? I did a rogue, um, okay. just because I I kind of like that style. So I know like mm-hmm. I, if I try to go something that I know because I was like really unfamiliar with the game and the mechanics. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was a rogue and that was really fun. And then my boyfriend was a necromancer and nice. uh, your skeleton army was OP. Yeah. It was just it's ho- really fun. It was hilarious <laughs> of just like yeah, all of the damage. Um, and it it made it really fun. And he also enjoyed uh exploding corpses as well mm-hmm. which uh it was it was it was so funny but yeah i had a good time uh figuring out the different builds and the choices are i just felt like the choices were a little endless and i like a little more less choice uh with character builds because i just don't get into it as much and so <laughs> then, i was a little don't overwhelmed play Path of exile <laughs> i was like i was like oh my gosh i could sit here and try to figure this out you know yeah like, well the paralysis choice paralysis but. yeah mm-hmm. usually what i'll do is that i'll i'll go online and you know i know a couple websites that do you know blizzard content like icy veins and wildhead and stuff and you know i i, I go check that out and i look at four or five different builds for for that class and like whatever stands out to me as being the most uh interesting or more fun then that's usually what i end up what i end up going with and that's what happened with uh 
with the corpse explosion necromancer, which was to me was like, that sounds really fucking awesome. I'm going to go with that. <laughs> yeah, it, that seemed like a great, a great class to pick. And I know that there'll be even more classes to pick once the game releases. So I'm hoping for Crusader. Uh, I really, really, really enjoyed Crusader in uh, Diablo 3s was one of my favorite, favorite uh, classes to play. I haven't really read up. Maybe they've announced Crusader already, but um, I'm I really hope that they end up releasing a Crusader with a, a DLC expansion or something in in the future. Because like throwing your shield and having it bounce infinitely between enemies is so much fun. Oh, that'd be dope. <laughs> yeah, I'm really hoping that they uh that they do uh they do Crusader again. So maybe we'll see Demon Hunter. I think as well. This was in Diablo three. It's not in there. So okay, we'll see. Yeah. So I, uh, yeah, rolled through uh, some of the beta and then I played a few more minutes of Minecraft Dungeons and decided it would not, it was not the game for me. Um, uh, just, I mean, it was a great game. Uh, well done. I just didn't really pique my interest. So I uh, zipped on over to the uh, Cereza and the Lost Demon demo because uh, that's available on the Switch. So I picked that up. I think the, the demo was a, was a good chunk. It was. Three to four hours, I would say. Oh, that's the Bayonetta game. Yep, the mm-hmm. the Bayonetta uh, game, and the art style is gorgeous. It's like playing really um, a, a like a fairy tale book. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a gives us a lot of the backstory on Bayonetta for her childhood and kind of how she came to be uh, the Umbra Witch that we know and love her to be. And I had a I had a good time. I don't think I'd pay. I think the game is uh 60 bucks for the switch and so i I don't think it's a game that i would go full price for um i would definitely nintendo tax yeah yeah Yeah. so i would definitely pick it up at on sale i think but i I would be interested to to keep playing and pursue it because the mechanics at first i thought were going to be really simple but they continuously became more complicated and interesting of how you control uh yourself and then your uh companion i will say so uh, I would definitely pick it up. I thought it was a good run. If you want to check out the demo, it is uh on the Nintendo eShop for free. And cool. if you pick up the game, your uh progress will uh port over, so you won't nice. lose anything. You don't have to replay at the beginning of the Smart. tutorial. So that's kind of nice. Um, and then I also I might have uh gotten a little uh, tipsy on Thursday, and I picked <laughs> up uh Have a Nice Death. On Thursday? <laughs> what is this? I was just like, had a long week already, had a few glasses of wine, and I was like, I'm going to play a new game. And so I uh, picked, Looks really cute. picked up Have a Nice Death. Um, and this game is punishing. It is yeah. not for the faint of heart. Um, very reminiscent of Hollow Knight. Yes, yes. I would say even Hollow Knight is easier than this game is. Wow, like, really? This, this game, really? There's just like no health in the in the beginning. Like I think you can get and and add some things as you go. You can get some health, um, helps. But like the balance of health is is awful, and the bosses hit hard, and you're just gonna die. You're gonna die a lot. And the movements, your movements have to be fairly precise. So it's it's a little unforgiving and it doesn't give you much health. So I'm gonna mm. I'm my goal is to try to beat it once. We'll see if I can get there, but I might not have the patience. 
<laughs> but um but but it's it's fun uh it, it's great having a good time uh i will say that so far i still think hades is better i think that the story mm. of hades is better that's pretty hard to beat though mm-hmm, um yeah. and uh other than that though like like the characters are fun uh the art style is gorgeous it's really great having this like gray black ash kind of background and then all of your uh, weapons and specials are all these neon colors. So it's really fun to see those contrast and play. And the characters are fun and laid back. And it's, it's a lot of humor. Uh, it's not like a heavy story. But I will mm-hmm. say that if you were a person that wants like to avoid topics of death or how to... Uh, uh, engage in that sort of kind of topic. This will not be the game for you because it's all yeah. about death and ways to die and and mm. wasting away in, in a corporation. So if you have some anxiety and and uh, some uh, stuff around that, you might want to avoid this game. That was one thing I thought of. I was like, wow, if you're if you're like not really happy with your corporate job and think you're wasting away, this might not be the escape that you're looking for. <laughs> so, or it might be a catalyst. Yeah, to like maybe. release true. some yeah, of that frustration. True. Yeah, yeah. True, true, true. So, but it, it was a it was a good time. So I'm glad I'm glad I picked it up. That was a wise purchase. <laughs> I I've been considering picking it up, but I I didn't get into Hades as much and i was like mm. oh maybe this one looks a bit cuter and maybe is a bit easier and maybe i'll get into it but now i'm like hearing you say that it was harder mm. i'm like uh damn <laughs> <laughs> i'm so terrible at roguelike and roguelite and rogue games whatever it is like if you make me start over and over again at one point i'm gonna stop yeah my girlfriend's the same she yeah. hates doing the same thing over and over again in games she's like i don't understand what the fun is so. yeah yeah this one you i think you're gonna have to sink some hours into it to get good and to get the to unlock yeah. the stuff and yeah it's 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 one for, not for the, the faint fun. of heart yeah like that's the fun if that's your it. jam then you will love it if you want something a little <laughs> more easy uh, that has a little more story to kind of help you along then I, then I this might not be the one for you maybe it'll come out on Game Pass soon then you could uh, try it so I don't know we'll have to see. Cool. All right, should we head on to the news? Let's news it up. All right. Yep. And we're back. So I, this has come, uh, I believe that we're now a Counter-Strike podcast, right? Is this <laughs> the direction? That- we, we've been a Counter-Strike podcast for the longest time. It's just Simon <laughs> went on hiatus. I'm not talking about it. That's, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what has oh, happened geez. in the news in Counter-Strike world? Yeah, uh, talk about timing. So we recorded the last week's episode uh, and we had no concrete information yet on on what uh, Counter-Strike 2 or Counter-Strike or CS or whatever the name was going to be. And then the episode released on Wednesday or Thursday and turns out CS2 was announced (laughs) like on Tuesday. So I I spent the whole podcast talking about a game that's already out, but we didn't know that. Mm -hmm. So. The funds of not recording live. And, uh, but officially, CS2 is announced and in beta. Uh, so the, they're not calling it a beta, they're calling it a, um, limited test, which basically means that, um, you can, 
Uh, if you ever played CS at any point, uh, you can boot CSGO right now uh, and you have a chance of being invited. Uh, I think there's about 10-ish percent of the community invited, maybe not even that. Um, I'm not invited, unfortunately. Um, oh, a lot of um, streamers... Don't they know? Well, that's it's. I think that they targeted streamers, pro players, and content creators a lot to give exposure to the game, which totally makes sense. Um, and then they went ahead and kind of made a, a random key distribution to people with varying number of hours, which is a very valid way to do it. Like you don't want your hardcore players only to test your game. You also want your someone who's played ten hours of the game to go in mm-hmm. and be interested in looking what's going on. So, uh, it's going to come out officially uh, this summer, they said. Uh, they haven't announced any date uh, officially. It's called Counter-Strike 2. Uh, they showed off three different videos of new... Again, before everything else was announced, they just randomly posted three videos about CS2. Like, they haven't said it's announced. They haven't said, here's the big reveal. Just posted three videos on YouTube ca- called Counter-Strike 2. We're like what <laughs> is that is was it supposed to come out right away apparently yes so um they there's a website counter strike uh, counter dash strike.net slash cs2 but again Catherine will put all those links in the, the wonderful podcast description uh and there's a little bit of a point by point thing of what they are changing or what they've announced the changes will be um we expect more changes to come but for now they've re- they're really focusing on a couple things uh one of the biggest one is well one of the big one is uh responsive smoke so smoke grenades are something that happens in uh in csgo and in cs in general and um so a little bit something different it's they're now volumetric smokes um which basically means that they instead of just having a a bubble around the smoke where it lands it, it fills up the space around it like dynamically so that means that you can actually interact with them by shoot by shooting through it your bullets will make a hole so you can see through the smoke if you throw a grenade it'll dissipate for a second then come back huh. um, so there's all these cool new different ways to interact with smoke grenades that does that's a big one uh the other big one is um uh tick rate so basically the way that cs works um every second if you're playing on the valve default servers every second you're position is updated 64 times every second uh in in the server while they're play, playing against other people pro players and people who really want to take cs seriously 64 is not enough because there's a, a delay even if it's a millisecond it can make a big difference between getting a kill or, or getting killed um so most well every po- pro player in tournaments are hosted on 128 tick servers which means that the server is refreshing your position every uh, 128 times every second. Everyone agrees that's the way to go. That's how to do it. But now they announced a technology called subticks. With I, I, still not quite sure exactly what that means, mm. but basically means that there's no delay between your action and the server updating your the action that you just made. So what you see is exactly what the other player sees and vice versa. Um, so they're calling it sub-tick. Uh, again, I, I don't have the exact um, specification, mm-hmm, technicality mm-hmm, behind mm-hmm. it because it's way above my, my, my pay grade. But basically it means regardless of tick rate, 
moving shooting will always be the same wherever you are, whatever you're playing, it's always going to be the same identical. If you're throwing a grenade, it's always going to land in the same place, whatever tick rate you're playing. Wow. Uh, which is really, really cool. And it's really something that people have been asking for a long ass time. Because there's this very jarring difference when you're playing official matchmaking on Valve server versus playing um, Face It or ESEA, which are like kind of like um, they have their own servers, their own setup with 128 ticks. So mm-hmm. really cool to see that they're kind of bringing this to everyone else. Uh, and then last couple things real quick. Of course, uh, same maps that are being brought back but updated so on on the little website there you can kind of there's sliders you can move from left to right um a lot brighter a lot more detail a lot more um valorant ish i want to say like it's a lot it's almost more cartoony in a sense um just because everything's like more pop in your face which it's just a lot better because it's easier to see when everything's brighter um so you can check on the website and i think they're showing uh I have Overpass, Nuke, and Dust2, of course. Uh, so there's that. Uh, skins are being brought over, so don't worry about it. If you have a, a $1,000 inventory of CSGO skins, it'll be fine. Um, HD graphics, so the blood is very disgusting again. <laughs> Some UI effects, uh, accurate, uh, rebalanced audio. A lot more to come. Basically, just a lot of things happening. Um, big, like, literally the biggest update like so it's 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 the same game but it's a brand new game and the the biggest thing that was holding CS go back was that it was built on an old ass engine by people that don't work at Valve anymore mm. and it's was literally spaghetti code so anything you wanted to change was super hard to test super hard to implement t- t- took a long time to do just because there were so many levels of QA you had to go through because it was such a mess to handle but this is built in Source 2, which is their main engine that they use for all their games right now. So anyone and anything can come in and work on CS and, and make things happen, which is like the best thing that could, ha- could have happened to that game. And like it's been going on in the background for th- at, least, at least three years. At least three years, which is it's crazy that it hasn't leaked. <laughs> honestly like for a game that is so expected to come out and like is like so hyped by the community that no one and nothing has leaked at valve is mind-blowing mm. so that's really really impressive um and last little last little thing uh the last um big major tournament last big csgo tournament is going to be the paris major um that's a blast event uh, happening uh, in May of this year, so May 8th to May 21st, it will be the last official sanctioned CSGO event. So after that, in September, October, usually, that's when the second major happens, it's going to be CS2. Wow. So I'm interested to see, uh, I'm interested to see what's going to come out, which to you, are some players are, are some players going to retire? You know, having to learn a brand new game when you're like 30 is kind of, kind of iffy, <laughs> so... Um, yeah, I'm honestly very interested and very, uh, very much looking forward to what's going to come out of, of CS2. But yeah, I'm ex- very, very excited to, to see what comes out of it. And we started playing a little bit with Alba as well. Played some CSGO with him the other night. So that was pretty cool. Pretty, pretty cool. So yeah, sorry about my rambling. No, it's <laughs> great. It's love that you're, you're passionate and like it's, it's good information. Yeah. You know, it's good to I share. I think that... I, 
everyone should try CS2 when it comes out. Um, like it's a shooter, yes, it's in a competitive environment, but there's so many other things you can do with CS that's not competitive 5v5. Um, and it's just it's been around for 20, 25 years. Mm -hmm. Like, what game can you say that to this day is still around and still more popular than ever? Like, they hit 1.5 million concurrent players, uh, like yesterday or two days ago, which is the highest it's ever been mm -hmm. in the history of Counter Strike. And it's a 20 year old game. How old is Call of Duty? How old's that game? The first, well, the thing is, Call of Duty's been changing every year. Oh, and I this see. They pump out it. They're, they pump out a new title every year, yeah. so they like have like CS:GO. It's just they have a window out. to update like their framework. Yeah, yeah. Oh, CS:GO, I see it. CS:GO yeah. came out in 2012. That's 11 years ago. Wow! And it it's breaking records right now. That's incredible. Of, of concurrent player count. The original Counter Strike was in November uh, November 2000, so that's 23 years ago. Unbelievable! And it's still being played. There's still people playing 1.6. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> Definitely not as much as, as, as CSGO, but, like, that's just, it's kind of crazy. Like, almost no game as, the other game that I can think about is maybe League of Legends and, and Dota. And WoW, maybe. Like, th these are, like, really the, the, like, honestly, all online games, competitive online MMOs are, like, the only game that I feel have kept relevancy and are still yeah. having a big player base. So, but to your, but just, to Cat's point too, those have iterations and they have updates and new things. And yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So. They, they, yeah. Well, I mean, from from, from CS had some from CS:GO from CS2. Like it's been ten years and they haven't been really mm -hmm. any major major updates or renovation or, or you know game number change. But like CS 1.6, that was a big change. And you had CS Source. Which came out in 2009, something like that. So from 2009 to 2012, we were all playing CS Source, and then CS:GO came out 11 years ago, and it's still wow, still going strong, which is just kind of crazy. So yeah, it's uh, it's fun I mean, and exciting, and I'm 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 happy that it's finally gonna get the love it deserves from Valve. It's been getting the love it deserves. We just didn't know about it, which is right. the Valve way of doing things. So yeah. <laughs> All right. But yeah, that was my that was my CS2. Uh, welcome to the CS2 podcast. I am now over shutting up. <laughs> and if you want to talk more about it, come on the server. <laughs> Kat, what you got for us this week? <clears throat> yes, uh, let's talk about the Microsoft uh, Activision Blizzard acquisition a bit. Let's. Mm -hmm. We haven't I talked about so it in a few weeks. But I think this is like something came out that's really interesting because uh, the Competition and Market Authority, which is the UK regulator that's investiga investigating this acquisition, has determined that um, it would hurt Microsoft if Call of Duty was exclusive to Microsoft. Mm. So That's interesting. So now like Sony's main argument for blocking this being like their monopoly, they're going to stop games from coming to our platform and things like that. And like yep. one of the biggest game on PlayStation is call of duty in terms of like money and oh, player yeah. base and things oh, like yeah. that. Mm -hmm. um, but basically after crunching the number, the UK regulator is like, well, you see that argument doesn't stand for us because if Xbox decides to be, let's say quote unquote petty um, and keep call of duty themselves, they're losing on billions of dollars. Mm -hmm. It right. is not a worthy investment. Yeah. Yep. And it's not like if they remove college of PlayStation, these players are going to migrate naturally to 
Xbox. Right. They're just going to play Destiny 2 or... They're going to find something else. They're going to... Yeah. Valorant. Yep. You know, they're going to find something else to play. Mm -hmm. Um, And interestingly enough, there was like... I think I saw another good floating about like five minutes before we started recording. I didn't have time to like look into it. But I think like they're starting to look into... um, on the Japanese market, Sony's being very anti-competition, competition, mm-hmm. competitive, competitive, and like other yeah. games and platforms can't penetrate because they're all like, "This is just Nintendo and so and PlayStation Land." Yep. So I'll look into that, and we can talk about it later. Okay. But mm-hmm. just figured, like you know, pot calling the kettle black, yeah. the usual. Yeah. So because of that, um, because of that, they're tr- they're. They don't want to block the deal. Um, Mm -hmm. Even if Microsoft did uh, negotiate a deal with Nintendo for getting Call of Duty on the Switch. Because, uh, again, I don't think getting Call of Duty on the Switch is going to stop, is going to have PlayStation players migrating to the Switch. No. Mm -hmm. Because the experience is not going to be better. No. Mm -hmm. No. A hundred percent no. So that's... And this article has more like um, quotes and some of the wrap up of the last stuff we've talked about previously, if you're not up to date. Uh, But yeah, so, so far, if the UK accepts this, uh, I think they've already passed in certain countries, like including Latin America and certain European countries. Mm -hmm. Yeah. but the two big ones that are still like up in the air are the United States and the UK. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of that will, uh, will, will, if one of those two blocks it, and right now it doesn't look like the UK is going to block it, it's going to tip the balance in the favor of this acquisition. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but that being said, there's already an article about the PlayStation version of Redfall quote unquote was dropped Hmm. because Mm -hmm. Xbox acquired ZeniMax. Um, Hmm. But Microsoft came out claiming it did not pull any uh, platforms uh, from development or from the game. So, and they said like, we honored the time exclusive of like Deathloop and uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I don't know if Redfall was in development for the PlayStation 5 and it decided to stop midway or Microsoft after acquiring Microsoft was just like, just don't make it Mm. or make it later. Um, But that one's a bit up in the air. But Xbox said, came out and said, we are not pulling games from platforms. So that one's going to have to be a fly on the wall because I don't know if people assume Redfall would be made for PlayStation because I think it was announced before the acquisition went through. I, it was. And your that point kind of ties into my story because the Microsoft is no longer going to offer the first dollar deal for this first month to try Game Pass. Yeah. They're taking that off the table. And this article from Forbes um by Paul Tassi his theory was because of some of PlayStation's titles Microsoft would get and they would release on Game Pass 
And so his theory is thinking, hey, we don't want people to try Game Pass for a month, pay a dollar, play Redfall, mm-hmm. and then drop off. We want them to pay the 15 bucks for the sub. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so I thought that was interesting because that totally yeah, ties into this sort of uh, strategy around how to make some money off of the people that want to play PlayStation games. But mm-hmm. now with the acquisition, we'll be able to play it on Game Pass. And they're going to offer it on Game Pass. So I thought mm-hmm. that was a fascinating take on that change that's going to happen. Yeah. Well, I'm, uh, Microsoft are doing, I, f- I fear, are doing what Netflix did, which is corner the market, uh, make an offer that people can't refuse. And then once they have a big, a, the biggest market share and all the people signed up, start slowly but surely upping the prices a couple bucks here and there every now and then mm-hmm. and then eventually just flipping the switch to something really fucking stupid so yeah. I, I i feel like that's what's gonna happen with game pass like watching three two three years like mm-hmm. how it, it might not be such a good deal that it is right now like i really feel like that's gonna be uh very different and that i mean Makes sense for them in a way because they cornered the market. They have everything they need. So now we're just going to jack the prices and make more money, which, okay. Like, but I, I feel yeah. like that's, I really feel like that's what they're going for right now. I mean, Game so. Pass, I think, is still a phenomenal deal. Like, I, I don't mm-hmm. know. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I used it last month, but I'm not thinking about not using it. I have a PlayStation Plus account and I'm thinking about, mm-hmm. about, you know, pausing or canceling that just because. I just, the game selection isn't as just robust in, in the newer titles, right? Like, I can still go and play some of the newer games that are coming out, but for PlayStation Plus, it's just not on the same level, so. Yeah. And then does that mean that if this acquisition does go through, I still have to have both services? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, I'm already of the mindset that you don't need both consoles, um, especially if you have of a robust PC because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, a lot of these PlayStation exclusive will make it on their way to PC. I just think it's, it's wasteful to think that people would need two separate consoles to play the games they want to play. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's like my, like, I don't care if you pick Xbox or PlayStation. Like I, I don't give a shit about console wars. I like, I have no horse in this race. I'm just thinking about my PlayStation four um, versus like, you know, my Xbox one and my Nintendo Switch. And it's like, I tend to gravitate towards more console than one or the other, but it's very wasteful for my PlayStation 4 to be there. Um, I remember doing the, you know, how we did the yearly PlayStation wrap up. Mm-hmm. And one year I did it and all I played was Ghost of Tsushima. Mm. And I was well, like, great this choice. is, <laughs> yes, it is. But it's, it's like these consoles, like especially the new ones are hard to come by. There's a shortage of parts they're full of precious semi-rare materials and precious metals that are uh, killing the earth. They're like very, it's a very pollu- uh, polluting and non-eco-friendly hobby that we have. Mm-hmm. Don't have people buy like, like the, the fact that like the Nintendo drift Joy-Con problem makes me angry because it's like mm-hmm. so wasteful, mm-hmm. 
so many parts wasted, even if you sent them back and fixed them and things like that. It's just so fucking wasteful in the end. Yeah. Um, it, it's just dumb that I have to sit here and that I have to buy these expensive electronics that are killing the earth and the, like let's you know the whole mining process is a whole like inhumane thing mm -hmm. on top of not being eco-friendly mm -hmm. um because like we've got like people in suits fighting over like capitalist market shares and that's their whole strategy to like these console exclusive let's not so now i'm just like stop fighting <laughs> just get it to as many platforms as you can and i know like I work in game dev. I know like certification is super hard and it's like you have people, it's just their jobs, like getting your game to pass like Sony or Microsoft certification or like Nintendo eShop certification. It's just their job. They're just like wealth of knowledges that just look at your game and be like, you can't have your uh, controller icons like this for PlayStation. And if it's Sony, if it's Microsoft it has to be this way, like it's, I know it's hard. But at the same time, they're making it hard for a reason because mm -hmm. they want to discourage yep. uh, developers of, you know, yeah. you know, publishing on multi-platform. And it yep. goes with like mixed results. We've seen like the catastrophe that was cyberpunk. Ubisoft yeah. had a few uh, catastrophes like that. EA mm -hmm. had a few catastrophes like that where like one of the platforms was OK-ish. The others were not. Um, I, I would rather get the approach of a lot of indie devs right now where they like, you know, launch on PC first and then they find a partner to help them port to switch and then port to Xbox and, or Xbox just throws money at them to help mm -hmm. them with the port and the resources. Mm -hmm. I would rather that. Mm -hmm. And then I just wait for the game to be available on the platform. I want to play. Um, that or, was my rant. You and, know, yeah. I hate to say it, but you don't have to play every game. <laughs> Yes. Like, yes, you do. Yeah. Yes, we do. No, Simon. like you don't have to play every single game. Like it's th there's so many options out there right now, and I understand. You know, you're a fan, and you know if someone tells me they're remaking Bloodborne but only for Xbox, I'll probably buy a fucking Xbox. But like it's, I I would think about it honestly because like you said, Cat, like we're at a point where there's so much fucking hardware out there, and so and like so many dead consoles and landfills mm -hmm. and everything that you're like like is is this really necessary do i really need to, and to they play the game so and they make it hard to fix it the they other do. day impossible my friend impossible to fix it yep. you need to buy a new one so yeah and then like the other day my Which friend texts like me he's PC like gaming. oh i invested in like the special specialized screwdrivers for playstation mm. so if you want to open your ps4 and clean out the you fan can you can yeah. i'm like he, you spent like 20 to 30 dollars plus shipping canadian on on screwdrivers just yeah. to open because they put their pr proprietary screws on it mm -hmm. and it's dumb and you know like apple got this fuck sued yep. uh yeah. because of the because right of to that. repair mm -hmm. and things like that mm -hmm. God, consoles are consoles are gonna have to do that like Get a it's PC, you can repair it whenever you want I bought a laptop though. I'm fucked, but <laughs> that's not a good idea. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I mean, no, especially no. since the prices of some of these stuff is just going, you know, through the roof. It's two hundred dollars, you know, for uh, a controller for the PlayStation. It's just like, mm. oh my gosh, with how much they break. I mean, I just had to replace a Dual Sense, right and it still was like eighty bucks. Like, come on, this controller lasted me a year. 
Yeah. And like, I got to replace it. And I tried to go on to Sony, but they were like, oh, we won't accept your, we don't accept your serial number of your controller. Like it, it, they made it difficult. And I'm like, this is annoying and I have no patience. So I just went and got another controller. But yeah, it sucks that like I got a cool red controller and I had to go and get a pink one. That was the only one that Best Buy had. So, but yeah, yeah. it's a. It, it it will continue to be an issue, but you're right. It's all about yeah. It's all about capitalism and making money and and how do we do it? And it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, is there any predictions if the U.S. is going to approve this or not? Anyone have any feelings which way or the other about it? I feel the country that's going to be like easy peasy is going to be the U.S. Yeah, because they're they don't have the best track record when it comes to no. <laughs> um. Humane and ethical what? business deals. What? Come on, come on. Uh, I think they're just gonna look at this and be like, "Yes, become bigger, fight Sony, fight the Asian company, mm-hmm. quote unquote." Like it's, yeah. it's a lot of like, there, there is some white supremacy trickle on this whole thing, this whole discourse. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Because like the way they're Those grilling, definite. the way they're grilling. The TikTok CEO mm-hmm. um, versus how they grilled uh, Facebook. Zuckerberg. It's ba- you can see, you can see. Like people are like, it's a Chinese company. The man's Singaporean, A. <laughs> <laughs> and B, like they're not doing worse than what Meta and Twitter is currently doing. Yeah. Yeah, but. By but they're U.S. based companies. Exactly, it's yes, homegrown. Home, home exactly right. So it, it, data yeah, stealing. It's yep. like that meme with the Spice Girls. Like, if you want to steal my data, you got to be a U.S. based corporation. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Uh, anyway, yep. another another drink. So yep. my yeah, my prediction is if it passes in Europe, in uh, yeah, in European, Latin American, and Asian markets. Which it's already starting to. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, I, and the last one's going to be U.S. And I think U.S. They're just going to be like, of course, yeah, like, yeah, no problem. Yeah. I can do it. Mm-hmm. Like they, Microsoft is in, has those politicians in their pockets, like for years, for years. We will. Their yep. Xbox is on, is in for the ride, but like this is not Microsoft's first rodeo. Oh no, no, not at all. It, it, it'll happen. It'll be so interesting to see what happens and if Simon's prediction is correct. It will be. Oh, okay. I'm telling you. The future The future I, is casted. I come from the future. You do. And the <laughs> Game Pass is now $39.99 per month. <laughs> Gross. And you can't share it. Then you can't share like, it. No pass. No, no pass. And right. you can only get six month passes. You can't just have one month. Yeah. One controller. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> one controller, one console, one That's sign right. in. One sign exactly. in. If you want to sign in also on your PC, yep. you got to pay exactly. extra. You got to stroke a drop of blood onto the pad before you go in there. So yeah. it gets your DNA, Microsoft. All right. Kind of bouncing around a little bit, but I think this one is really important to highlight. Uh, Simon, did you get a chance yeah. to uh, review Real quick, the note? it'll be very fast, yes. but basically uh, Ubisoft has confirmed that it's pulling out of E3 uh, 2023, pretty much being the last <laughs> publisher to do so. Who's going to... So, so uh, what is this going to be? Nobody. Is it just, I, what is this? It's, 
I have no idea. Um, but I mean, Sony's not going to be there. Square's not going to be there. Microsoft's not going to be there. Nintendo's not. Ubisoft's not going to be there. And Nintendo's not going to be there. No one's going to be there. So I don't know why you would go to PAX. Um, maybe it being a really like networking opportunity with other dev uh, devs and people working on different games. Uh, but like if the big the big boys are not going to be there, like I guess becoming an indie thing. I don't know. But then you have PAX, which is like E3 should have died um, yeah. a couple of years ago. I don't know uh, why it, 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 they keep trying to run this, um, but it should have died. So. Uh, do you think it's even gonna go now? Will they just shut it down? Oh, I don't. I don't think so. I mean, it's already set for 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 June of this year. Like, it's too close. I think to cancel. Okay. I think it's still gonna happen, but I don't foresee it change. Like having more people, or uh, next year. Like, I I don't see why they would go back to T three when they have so many. Yep. They do their own thing now. So, yep. I it would be very surprising that. They do more things in the future E3, so I, I think publishers are are more invested in if they're gonna do industry events, they're gonna do GDC mm-hmm. yeah. or they're gonna do Gamescom in Germany. Um and there's also Tokyo Game Show for um uh, more like the Asian market. And then for like actual consumer events, mm-hmm. like in America, we have packs in North America. Like they're going to do packs or fan expos mm-hmm. or, yeah. you know, they're going to do or Comic Con. Um, and I think Gamescom and Tokyo Game Show also has like a consumer thing, but they did it way better than E3. Because um, yeah. E3 flopped behind like being like an industry and consumer events. Then it got too big. So they took the general public out, but then they brought it back, but it did it in a terrible way. Um, yeah. And already GDC is suffering a lot as an industry only event is suffering a lot from the own industry it covers because it doesn't want to babysit the bad game devs uh, properly. Um, That's a whole other story, but like, yep, you know, Um, so I I don't think E3 is going to make it. I think at this point they're out of the news cycle. Yep, pull it. I I agree. Well, I don't know. We'll have to see what transpires in a few months, but I I agree. When I said that, like, that was just when Ubisoft pulled, I'm like, that's the nail in the coffin for sure. That's it. it. Like, it's done. I think it's done. All right. Well, that's just like this show is done. It's just, oh, just (laughs) like this show. (laughs) (laughs) If you enjoyed the show, uh, please go and check out the show notes on girlsongames.ca. Thank you, Kat, for linking all of the stories mentioned. You can do a deeper dive into Microsoft's takeover of the world, uh, or you can lament (laughs) over Ubisoft uh, pulling out of E3 and chopping its head off uh, uh if you enjoyed the show that you listened to uh please uh leave a review and rate the podcast yes. uh wherever you are listening it really helps us out and we'd love to hear what you have to say uh please give us a little feedback a little cheer uh give us those five stars uh please. thank everyone uh for your time and attention so thank you simon thank you cat for coming on this week and, and rolling with the new host appreciate you hey you did really really yeah. really good honestly <laughs> we would yeah. not have known it's your first oh, time so i appreciate props it. to joelle for recording that it was really really great uh cat where can people find you online i am 
Yeah, I am C-S-D-S-B-A-N-S, says to be on Twitter and Instagram for photos of the cursed cupcakes, for uh, <laughs> yes. videos of me in the gym. Uh, it's all there, but I mostly shit post on the Girls on Games Discord. Mm-hmm. That's where you can find me. Amazing. I am on Instagram at JoelleLauren87 and on Twitter at Comfy underscore Gamer, uh, but all day, every day in the Girls on Games Discord. It is a yes. lovely time. Uh, Simon, do you have a yeah. fuzzy creature or fun thing? No, I have a music recommendation for today. Okay. Uh, it's a bit, it's, it's Deadcore. It's an Australian band called Thy Art is Murder. Oh. Uh, it's not for everyone, but it's, uh, they have a new song came out three days ago. It's a fucking banger. It's called, um, Until There Is No Longer from Thy Art is Murder. So go check it out on YouTube. There you go. Again, not for, it's, 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 it's Deadcore. So it's, you gotta enjoy metal. Disclaimer. <laughs> Disclaimer. You gotta enjoy Well, somebody scream at me if you're when into I that, press play. It's very good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What did you say, Kat? Is it is it screaming? Like if I click and then plays, somebody going to go Aah! like, or... yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You listen to it when you're in rage mode, uh, or when you're lifting, or what's right, uh, yeah. And then I'll hit that PR. There you go. Yeah. There you go with the with the metal flavor. Uh, you can find uh, Girls on Games content on Twitter and Facebook with the Girls on Games. Instagram on Girls on Games. No, the in there. Discord.me slash Girls on Games. Come hang out with us. And the website is girlsongames.ca. Thank you, Kat. Thank you, Simon, uh, for a great show. And uh, let's go and play some video games. Bye. Bye.